something about liberals from, I think, April or May of 2021. That's what's coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So I'm a liberal. Or at least 10 years ago, I was a liberal. I believe that you should probably take money from the rich and give it to the poor. Now, you should only give money to the poor if it's going to help the poor. And you should only take money from the rich if it's going to help someone. So, you know, I'm not just like, do it for whatever reason. Now, I wasn't a communist. We're necessarily a socialist. I don't think we really had the word socialist 10 years ago. You know, I believe in capitalism. It has definitely helped the lives of, you know, basically everyone on the planet, even though people don't want to admit it. There was a point when people on the planet were making, you know, maybe 10 cents or 50 cents a day, you know, like all over the planet. And that was not good. And then capitalism came in, and now, you know, the poorest people maybe are making, you know, $5 a day or something. You know, most places much more, but just, you know, the very, very poorest. Now they're making the equivalent of like $5 a day. But then there's, you know, there's lots of people who are making, well, you know, the richest people in the entire world are making like a million dollars a day. And so there's this idea that, oh, capitalism is bad because the richest person is richer than the poorest person. And they don't take into account like, hey, the poor, you know, the poorest people have been lifted up. I mean, they were dying of terrible diseases, you know, blind, uh, cleft palates, so on and so forth. Like, I mean, we, we're, we're really getting rid of that stuff. And uh, the fact that, you know, some of the richest people on the planet, you know, like, you know, if you, if you invent a cure for something that's killing many, many poor people, well, you're going to be rich. So, you know, being rich doesn't mean you're evil. Although there's plenty of rich people who are just sucking money out of the system and hurting everyone except for themselves. But so I used to be a liberal, and there's different words for people on the left, you know, it's like you could be a liberal or a progressive, you could be a leftist or whatever, and I still believe the things that I believed then, but everyone else has kind of moved away from me, you know, I think the media has kind of made a, made a variety of things, litmus tests, like, you know, like, Black Lives Matter, and, uh, you know, I'm just, a, I'm the crazy enough person to look up the stats and be like, oh, well, that ain't true, but anyway, so, there's not a real home for people who want to help the world, but don't want to support whatever the current narrative is, you know, from the media and academia. So, I'm what was called a liberal 10 years ago, but now you get called a Nazi. But here's the thing I want to say about Democrats and Republicans. So I still vote Democrat. And I think it's, you know, it's because I think they're better than Republicans. But like Democrats are just getting worse and worse and worse. And they're just supporting things that, you know, aren't true. And like, you know, are getting people hurt. Sometimes, well, they're doing that rhetorically. I don't know, their, their laws are actually helping rich people generally, except for all these stimulus packages, which it's fine with me. Give me a $2,000 check, I'll take it. But so Republican voters, right, they've realized that this woke stuff is BS, 
but there's a big difference between a Republican voter and a Republican uh, politician. So this is nationally. So basically, here's how Democrats and Republicans are. Democrats are like, I want to take money from the middle class and give it to the poor right now. And Republicans are like, I want to run up the deficit and give it to the rich right now. Now, running up the deficit is the same thing as taking it from the middle class because the middle class is the large part of America that has the money. So eventually they will have to pay for anything that has to be paid for. There was a famous bank robber named Willie Sutton. I thought it was Pretty Boy Floyd, but anyways, it's Willie Sutton, and he had a quote. They asked him one time, why do you rob banks? And he said, because that's where the money is. And so that's why Republicans and Democrats are both going after the middle class money, because that's where the money is. That's where, you know, know, your house, your house and your job, that's where it's at. And I wish there was like a party that would maybe support people who make like 30 grand to 100 grand. Like that's most of America. And if there was a party, you know, like we are the party of 30 grand to 100 grand, they would absolutely crush <laughs> any other party that tried to come up. But anyways, the parties the way that the way that our democratic system works is that you're always going you're always heading towards like a 51 to 49 thing. Like it, it, it's it's intentionally, well, no, they didn't, the founding fathers didn't mean for it to be dividing us 51, 49, but that's just kind of how it works. Like, you know, you don't, you don't go any farther than you have to, right? Everyone's trying to get to 51. They're not trying to get to 52. They're trying to get to 51. They can, you know, they can get as much as they want for their side and they don't have to give anything to the other side. So Democratic politicians, on the whole, are probably better than Republican politicians. But it's starting to be that Republican voters are better than Democratic voters. Either way, I mean, none of them are good, right? You can't, whatever. You wish one side could just get it right, but they can't. But in my podcast, I don't sit around talking about Republican politicians, you know, trying to, whatever, protect the rich. I criticize people on the left, the people on the left who are woke and who are actually hurting America, hurting poor people and hurting America. And the reason why I do that is because I'm on the left. Like, I don't really care if some Republican politician in Oklahoma, whatever, is trying to lower some tax on some person that I don't know. It's like that line from the Bible which says, love thy neighbor. Now, the reason why that's in there is because people hate their neighbor. It's like, imagine you're in a city, and on the other side of the city, there's a serial killer. You know, and that ain't good. And then your next door neighbor has a dog who barks all night and keeps you awake the entire time. You know, you'd be like, well, I sure hope they catch that serial killer, but... This dang neighbor with their dang dog. And you can just imagine. So that's why I like to criticize people on the left. Because just ten years ago, we were all in agreement about what was needing to be done. And then they went crazy and forgot about the data and made up a bunch of BS. And uh, so now I criticize them. 
You know, and the other thing is, like, the media, which is that's my sworn enemy, at least as far as this podcast goes, is like, I read the New York Times for 20 years. And I knew, you know, I knew any article I read in the New York Times, you could take that article to the bank. You know, the information in that article, you could take it to the bank. There was, it was just all going to be true because, you know, because everything they wrote was true. And the same thing for every other corporate media outlet now. You know, they're like, they're all like crazy leftists today. But anyways, you could trust them all not too long ago. Pretty much is when Trump got into office that made them, you know, they got Trump derangement syndrome. Which, you know, that ain't Trump's fault. If you get deranged because of someone else, it ain't their fault, it's your fault. So let's talk about Trump for a second. People think he's like the worst president ever. You know, I have a friend, he's like, he's the worst pre president of my lifetime. And I'm like, you only have to go back a couple of presidents to find a president who is way, way, way worse. And that president is George W. Bush. I mean, he started that war in Iraq based on a lie. They killed, I mean, it killed millions, but it really, I mean, you know, it's like that neighborhood thing. There's a, there's a person on the other side of town who's starving. Or your next door neighbor, you know, has a cute little seven-year-old girl who needs, you know, who, who's starving. It's like, well, I really care about that seven-year-old and I'm going to give her a sandwich. And then person on the other side of the town, I'm not going to drive over there and give them a sandwich. I mentioned seven-year-old girl because that was, Jaslyn Adams was the seven-year-old girl who was shot dead at a McDonald's the other days. So it's just kind of on my, on my mind. Rest in peace. But anyways, long story short, people who are close to you, you care about. You know, if it's your neighbor and you hate them, or if it's your neighbor and you like them. And then people who are far, far away, you don't care that much. But anyways, George W. Bush, sure, thousands of American soldiers died. That's bad. And sure, you know, maybe a couple million Iraqis died. That's bad also. But what really happened was, like, the whole Muslim part of the world just got effed. It's kind of, you know, now that I think about it, it's kind of like this Black Lives Matter thing we got going on. Well, except that we actually did it. So the media has falsely gotten black people to be afraid of the cops, which just means they resist arrest and then get, you know, and then increases their chances of getting killed, which then creates another media storm and blah, blah, blah. It just, you know, it's a vicious cycle. But anyways, unfortunately for Muslims and George W. Bush, we went over there to help them, supposedly, and, you know, the end result was we made them hate us. And it wasn't just people, you know, it wasn't just Muslims in Iraq. It's like basically the whole Muslim world is like, okay, now we hate America. Except for Iran, they still like us. And so there's like, you know, Islamist extremist groups popping up all over there, you know. And, you know, like if your, you know, your country was like, yeah, maybe it was, it was in the middle, you know, maybe you could get some jobs going on. Maybe you could start, you know, teaching your kids uh, in a school and then you know, jihadist terrorists come and blow it up, uh, you're screwed. I mean, you know, so like, I don't know, like the whole Muslim world got set back by decades, basically, by what George W. Bush did. So that's, I think there's like 2 billion Muslims in the world. Not everyone, not every one of them got effed, but uh, 
A lot of them sure did. So anyways, that's way worse than anything Trump ever did. And, you know, like the things that Trump did is he, he said things and then the media repeated those things and he made, and that made people crazy. So, you know, like if you were an American Democrat who got Trump derangement syndrome over the last four years, you know, a million people in Iraq being killed doesn't actually affect you much. But, you know, if you're having anxiety because every news story about Trump, you know, riles you up, then, you know, for you, Trump actually was a lot worse. But that ain't Trump's fault. That's, uh, you know, the media that you trusted. That's their fault. And so Trump only had one consequential, uh, uh, you know, law or whatever that he got passed, and that was the corporate tax cut. But the thing that people don't know is that Obama basically did the same thing because, so George W. Bush, while he was destroying the Muslim world, you know, even if he had good intentions, he also passed a, wasn't corporate, he just passed a big tax cut for the rich. And it had an expiration date of 10 years afterwards. And so that expiration date came during Obama's administration. And so Obama, he either signed it for... I don't know if it's another 10 years or forever, or he could just do nothing and it would expire. And so he he signed it. He signed it to keep it going. So I think I think that basically that tax cut that Obama kept going is uh, similar in size to the tax cut that Trump did. So, you know, like if you hate Trump because of the tax cut, the only thing he ever achieved, then, you know, you really are being hypocritical or most likely you just don't remember when Obama kept a giant tax cut going. And then, you know, we got the kids in cages, like, oh, Trump and his kids in cages. And, you know, those cages were built by Obama, and Biden now has kids in those cages as well. Like, apparently these are useful cages to put kids in, because three administrations in a row are putting kids in them. And I voted against Trump both times, but I just... Whatever. As soon as people started going off the deep end on it, I resisted. I'm like, I'm not going off the deep end. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look into these things. So anyway, there's a couple, there's a couple facts about uh, Trump for you. And I was happy when Biden won, though, because even if the media is riling up people on the left who shouldn't be being riled up, uh, you know, I can't change that. So the best way to change that is for to have Trump lose. And I'll tell you what, it, it really has lowered the temperature in America, and I, I love that. And basically, like, things that are true, but you couldn't say them just, you know, during, you know, just a year ago when Trump was in office. Now people are starting to go, you know, I don't think what you're saying is right. I think the truth is this, and let's look at the data. So, anyways, so that's pretty cool. Thanks for listening. So I'm watching Kim Iverson on YouTube. She's great. She's, a. Uh, she's against... America going to war in foreign countries. It's basically, it's basically the whole point of her uh, channel, and uh, I don't disagree. And so I like to listen to her because you know I always learn something if I listen to her. And so she was talking about Germany. Now I don't know if this is exactly true, but anyways, we know World War One, World War Two. Um, after World War Two, America. 
UK, Russia, France, they all got together and said, Germany, you can't have a military. You know, for good reason. And so Germany was limited to basically just working within their borders, you know. And, and what they did was they created, you know, one of the best countries in the world. Their citizens are healthy and educated. They're thin. <laughs> you can almost go by thinness. But so long story short is they were prevented from from wasting any money on military and wars, and they turn themselves into, you know, just about the best country in the world. The best big country in the world. You know, maybe Iceland's better, but that's a tiny country. It doesn't count. So anyways, just thought that was interesting. All right. The thing I forgot was, so in World War II, they tried to take over Europe, and they failed. But now, today, they actually do control all of Europe outside of the UK and they did it with peace so you know you can whatever make of that what you will Twitter handle at anti-woke podcast and thanks for listening